0: Yeah, Vegas, baby Vegas. It is the Even Money podcast presented by DraftKings, and it is week one of the NFL regular season. Those of you that are regulars, you know the documented successful track record up over a combined 130 units over the last five years on this show. You have come to the right place if you're a new person. You like to win money, you came exactly where you should be. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, at Ross Tucker NFL on social. You can always engage with us there or at Ross Tucker Pod when we post any of our shows like the Ross Tucker Football Podcast or Fantasy Feast, College Draft, Business of Sports. But this is the podcast that people love every NFL season We give you all of our picks and we even recap how we did the week before so you can keep us honest in 30 minutes or less every week. The only NFL betting podcast that you need primarily because my co-host is an absolute rock star, Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. You can check us out, youtube.com. Slash Ross Tucker NFL if you want to watch the show. But Steve, let's be honest. The results on this show speak for themselves. I mean, there might be other shows that are a little funnier than us. Maybe they're a little more entertaining. I don't know. I think we're pretty entertaining, but maybe they're maybe they're people laugh a little bit more. Don't you want to win? Like, don't don't you bet on
1: sports to win, Steve? That's the only reason that I bet on sports, Ross. And that's why I'm here. And you know, sometimes we show Maybe too much discipline where we say, hey, I liked it at this number, but that number doesn't exist anymore, so we have to pass. But that ultimately has led us down to the road of um, success.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why we do what we do, and that's why we enjoy what we do. So let's dive into it. So just so everybody knows, if you're new here, every week we will quickly go over how our bets the week prior went. Obviously, it's week one. There are no prior bets. And then we'll dive into all of our bets for each game. If it's a best bet, Steve and I agree. Brian will hit the sounder, and we will be all over it, feeling good about the fact that we've historically been very good with our best bets. Last year was actually a down year for our best bets, but typically they've been at a very high clip. And you will know how many units we place on each bet, and we will always use the latest DraftKings line. That's Our provider, that's the line we're going to use. That's what I'm looking at right now. And Steve, we'll start with Thursday night. It's the Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. The Buccaneers are favored by eight. The
1: total is 52. I think the Cowboys are really up against it here. Obviously, Dak, no preseason and now cluster injuries on the O-line with the Cowboys. And frankly, that was the big optimism that Dallas was going to get that O-line healthy again. And now that's not the case. Because of that, I can only look to Tampa. We've spoken about this numerous times that whenever we have an eight-point favorite, we want to tease that down through the corridor of three through seven, turn it into a minus two. So this is my going to be my prime time teaser of the year, Ross. I'm going to put three units Amputees down to minus two. Fast forward all the way to the Sunday night game. I'm gonna play the Rams from my seven and a half down to minus one and a half for the second leg of the two team six point teaser. Steve, I love that bet. I absolutely
0: love that bet. It's funny because I wasn't even thinking teasers yet. My brain was in a fog. I, I like the under in this game. I'll get to that momentarily. You know, with the spread, I would lean Tampa Bay laying the eight, but I'm not. I don't lay eight points like ever, so I'm not doing that. I love the idea of the teaser with both the Rams and the Bucks. That is a glorious bet, and if you're in for three units, I'm in for three units. We never do this, but if you're a new listener or new viewer, we never, we very rarely do a three unit bet. It's a lot of one- and two-units bets, but I love it. Primetime teaser of the year. I am with you on the three units. Rams tease down to minus one-and-a-half. The Cowboys tease down – or the Bucks tease down to minus two. Here's a question for you, Steve. I like the under 52 in this game. I think with no Zach Martin, with Lyle Collins, with the Stingers, I think that's a problem for the Cowboys – They've obviously just getting up to speed with Amari Cooper and Dak. The Bucks' defense is very good. I also do think Dan Quinn, you know, with Micah Parsons, some of the pieces on defense, I think they'll be a little bit better defensively. I kind of like the under. I want your expert opinion on having both of a teaser bet and a under on the same game. Any problem
1: with that? Any issues or not at all? No issues whatsoever. Uh, I think Tampa is going to score a whole lot of points against the Dallas defense, but I think you bring up great points that Dallas is going to struggle offensively and bottom line. Week one and two tend to be lower scoring than in um, other weeks in the NFL, and all I need is for one of these teams to struggle to score, and the under would make a whole lot of sense. I mean, even 31-20,
0: I'm still hitting the under there. I'll put one unit on the under 52. I got to get a feel for this season. Crowds are back, uh, which I think is actually in my favor with the under. Make it harder for the Cowboys to score. So I'll go one unit on the under 52. But we do have that best bet on the teaser, Brian. The best bet. What a way to start the year. Love it. All right, let's get to some Sunday football, Steve. Sunday at one, Bills hosting the Steelers. Bills are favored by six and a half. The total is 48 and a half.
1: I think the side number makes sense. I am going to play the under for two units. I expect the Steelers, it's all going to be about ball control, trying to establish the run with their first round running back selection. And because of that, that's going to shorten the game. On the Buffalo side, we saw Josh Allen make a tremendous leap forward. He went in QBR rankings. He went from 24th to 4th. He went from dreadfully inaccurate to top five in accuracy. I think he's going to take a little bit of a regression, still be a top 10 quarterback. That's going to take a little of the edge off of the Buffalo offense. Pittsburgh, obviously, really good on defense, not so good on offense, under 48 and a half, two units.
0: This is uh, a game that I I rarely do this. I rarely lay six and a half points. But I think that place, New Era Field or whatever it's called now in Buffalo, that place is going to go bonkers, Steve. They were awesome last year, but they weren't allowed to have fans. That place is going to be crazy. The Steelers are starting two rookie O-linemen at center and left tackle, young guys at right tackle and left guard. I think the O-line will eventually be okay in Pittsburgh, but this is a rough spot at Buffalo to start the year. TJ Watt might practice for the first time tomorrow, maybe. I'm only going to put one unit on it because it is six and a half. But I'm laying the six and a half, one unit with the Buffalo Bills. Up next, we've got the Niners in Detroit to take on the Lions. The Niners are laying seven and a half points. The total is
1: 45, Steve. So the Niners are similar to the Rams, two teams that I think are going to be really good to start the year. The Rams are paper thin, and the Niners always seem to get injured. I don't know how good these teams are going to be by the end of the year or even the middle of the year, but I want to bet on them early, especially while Jimmy G is still starting. So I'm looking towards San Francisco. Whenever I see that minus 7.5, I want to play a teaser. So I am going to tease the Niners down from 7.5 to minus 1.5. I'm actually going to tease it in a a 6.5-point teaser. I'm going to take them down to one because I'm going to tease up the Washington football team from plus 1 to plus 7.5 for my second leg of the teaser. So two units. Uh, San Francisco to the Washington football team, six and a half point teaser.
0: Got it. Um, That makes sense to me. Yeah. You never want seven and a half. You got to tease with something. You can't lay seven and a half. I don't feel like I have a really good feel for the 49ers at this point. The total seems about right to me. I think the lions will be offensively challenged. So a low total of 45 sounds right. I am not going to do that teaser with Washington, although I understand where you're coming from there. This is just a pass for me. I don't even really have a lean either way, but I do have a lean in this next game. It is the Eagles at the Falcons, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Interesting game, Steve, because it's two first-time head coaches, which means there's a lot of uncertainty in terms of what
1: that's going to mean for these teams. Absolutely. And Atlanta really did not have a good preseason. Normally a brand new head coach has success in preseason. Atlanta looked horrible, just horrible. I don't know if that meant that they weren't emphasizing the preseason or whether it's a sign of problems to come here in September. Bottom line is I really am not interested in betting either one of these teams. I'm going to pass.
0: So, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Uh, by the way, I've heard people say that you can get them for three and a half other places. So, you might want to look around. But at DraftKings, the Eagles are getting three points. I Maybe this is my Kelly Green colored glasses. Maybe this is me just being too close to the team. I, I, I just think the Eagles are going to be better than people think. I thought they got the better of the Patriots and The New York Jets in their joint practices, I think they're much better than Atlanta up front on both sides of the ball. If you're a longtime listener, you know these are my favorite bets. A team getting points that I think has a great chance to win the game outright. Two units on the Eagles getting the three points. The total I should have mentioned is 48. No play there, but I've got two units on the Eagles getting three points in Atlanta against the Falcons. Let's get to the Seahawks and the Colts, Steve. I'm a little surprised. I know the game's in Indy. A little surprised Seattle is only laying two and a half in this one, given the issues Indianapolis has had coming into the season.
1: Yeah, so earlier in the summer, it was Indy that was laying the two and a half, and now it's flipped to Seattle laying it, and I think this line move makes complete sense. You know, Carson Wentz, no practice time with his brand new team, Uh, O-line issues for the Colts with Quentin Nelson, Um, and uh, their number one wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton, is even going to play this year. Every year we see it. There's one team that everything seems to go wrong for that team throughout the summer, and it just becomes a negative momentum thing, and the team never recovers. I think that that team is the Indianapolis Colts, perhaps, and the New Orleans Saints this year. I want no part of the Colts lean. Lean Seattle minus
0: 2.5. Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks uh, minus 2.5. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to lay those 2.5 points. I think they got business taken care of with Jamal Adams. They just got Dwayne Brown signed. They took care of everything they needed to take care of, Going into the opener, they're healthy. The Colts absolutely are not. And by the way, even if Carson Wentz is healthy, we don't have any evidence that he's good again, that he's going to play well. He was terrible last year. So I'm going to lay two and a half points on the road. Don't do it often, but I think the Seahawks win this game. And I don't know, Steve, you tell me. How often does a team win by
1: less than three points? Favorite by one-ish, about 3% of the time. By two, maybe 1.3% of the time. So less than 5% of the time. Right. I'm taking the Seahawks, laying the
0: two and a half points. Two units on Seattle in that game for me. Let's get to the Jets and the Panthers. The game is in Carolina. Carolina's favored by five and a half. The total
1: is 45, Steve. So I actually made this game six and a half. So I would certainly lean to Carolina, but there's a whole lot of uncertainty associated with that. I don't know how good the Jets coach is going to be. I don't know how good the rookie quarterback's going to be. He looked great in preseason, Wilson. So because of the uncertainty, I'm going to stay on the sidelines and I'm going to go ahead and pass the game.
0: Totally agree. Too much unknown for me with the first-time head coach for the Jets, the rookie quarterback for the Jets, Darnold in Carolina, you know, with his first start, how he does with Joe Brady as the OC, just way, way, way too much uncertainty for me there in that one. I'm going to pass this game. I don't even really have a lean. I think five and a half seems about right to me. So that's just a total pass for me. What about, ooh, this line has changed since this morning already on the next game, Steve. This morning, the Vikings were laying three against the Bengals. Now the Vikings in Cincinnati are laying three and a half. The total is 47. I'm curious, Steve, how much of a difference does that three to three and a half make numerically? Because I like Minnesota laying the three.
1: That three and a half feels significant. Numerically, it's about the difference between shooting a bullet and throwing a bullet. It's (laughs) enormous. So let let me go ahead and do the the math. So let's assume that the Vikings would have at minus three and a half, that that's a good line. 50-50, it falls Hmm. on either side. So no advantage betting. Well, if you could have played, it, it turns out in terms of the distribution, 10% of the time, the Vikings are going to win by exactly three. So this morning, you had a bet where you would have gone, if you would have bet it 100 times, you would have gone 50, 40, and 10 for a nice fat 55.5% on Vikings minus three. Well, minus three and a half, it's a 50-50 bet. It's worthless. So got to go ahead and get the very best number in your wagering. There's concerns about the Vikings locker room, this whole Kirk Cousins He's willing to risk getting clotheslined by um, linebackers that uh, might put him into intensive care, but apparently the vaccine is too much for him to be able to risk. Um, And that's a concern for me about the entire Viking team and the chemistry there. But the bottom line is, is Joe Burrow ready? By all reports, he struggled during practice and in preseason. So I could only look towards the Vikings. I would bet them minus three at three and a half, It will be a uh, pass. There's a um, kind of a famous um, sports better named Suma. And Suma gave out the Vikings today, and he actually moved this number to 3.5 is my understanding from followers of him.
0: You know, um, I'm out on this game now. I liked Minnesota laying the three. I was going to put at least a unit, maybe two on them. But at 3.5, that makes a difference. I mean, that's a big difference. I have learned from you the importance of every number Making sure you get the better of the number. I guess I'm a lean Minnesota at three and a half, but uh, not the same, obviously. I'm not going to go ahead and bet this game either. What about Arizona and Tennessee? Interesting game. Another Sunday 1 p.m. game, Steve. Titans are favored by three at home, and the total is 52.5. So are they saying that they think these are evenly matched teams if the Titans have the home field advantage, favored
1: by three at home? Yeah, and home field, I think most people now are counting most venues as being worth under a field goal, about around two and a half points. So because of that, the markets are saying Tennessee is the slightly better team, and I agree with that. You know, one angle on this game I haven't heard anyone else discuss, there were no crowds last year, no noise. And so most teams now in preseason have limited – experience playing against subdued crowds in the preseason but they did get some experience on the road with a hostile crowd maybe I should say a crowd not necessarily hostile but Arizona doesn't fall into that bucket Arizona did not play a road game in the preseason they played two home games and they got hurricaned out for their game three so I think this is going to be a shock to the Arizona system on offense having to suddenly deal with crowd noise for the first time in two years I will, because of that factor, I can only lean Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna lean Tennessee as well. that I had not thought of that, Steve. That's a good point with the New Orleans game you know getting canceled. Uh, I will lean Tennessee as well uh, but I'm not I'm not gonna play that game at three. uh Chargers Washington football team, the line is only one. The Chargers favored by one in Washington. Feels like a lot the total is forty-four and a half. Feels like a lot of respect for the Chargers.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes, and again, we're I, I had to play two units for the teaser with the 49ers, um, down to minus one with Washington football team up to seven and a half. Ross, sometimes I like to use I move the point spread around to show that there's clear value. And I say, you know what, let me move this point spread three points in each direction. All right. Hypothetically. What would happen if I moved it three points? and Washington was minus two. You know what? It wouldn't seem all that unreasonable. Maybe that's a slightly too high, but we can have a conversation about this game at Washington minus two. Let's say I move it three points the other way and I make the Chargers minus four. Well, that's the dumbest line I've ever seen. Of course, we're gonna bet, you know, our biggest bet of the year on Washington catching four. How the heck could that be right? Because it, if you analyze it from that perspective, I think you can see, Washington is the clear right side as long as they're the underdog. I like Washington. I teased them. I'm also going to put one unit on Washington plus one.
0: Got it. Uh, yeah, they're in the teaser, and you're putting a unit on them plus one. I like it. Um, hmm, I'm kind of torn there. I'm going to join you on that. I'm going to put one unit on Washington plus one. Let's make the Chargers show it. Now, I do think with the new head coach, new schemes, that gives them a little bit of an advantage for the first game. You're not exactly sure what they're going to do, but I kind of like Washington at home. People, I think, are excited about this team for the first time in a while. I'll do one unit on Washington to make it a best bet with you. The best bet. What about the Texans catching two and a half points from the Jags at home, total
1: 44 and a half. So the Texans are obviously horrible, but who are the Jaguars to be laying points on the road? Again, this is one of those point spreads I gave out to my clients to take the Houston Texans plus three. Really like that bet. Can't play two and a half. We had all summer. You had three months to take plus three. Now it's too late at two and a half. Got to go ahead and pass at that point. So got to show some discipline.
0: I'm doing one unit on the Texans plus the two and a half. Just one unit. I think there's a great chance they win the game outright. Uh, playing a home, I think they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because of the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Everybody thinks they're going to stink. And I'm not sold on the Jags at all. So you know my philosophy, Steve. If I think a team has a great chance to win it outright and they're catching points, even if it's only two and a half, I'll put uh, one unit on the Texans at three or more, it would have been a two unit bet for me. Packers and the Saints in Jacksonville. Remember, in Jacksonville with the Saints getting four points, the total
1: is 50. So I actually made this game four. I'm still gonna lean to the Packers. We spoke about with the Colts. This is the other team, the Saints, that have just been snake bit. Everything's going wrong. Michael Thomas is injured in AWOL for at least six weeks. And, you know, Winston, everyone knows he threw all those interceptions. He's a gunslinger. He forces the ball down the field. Well, he had great wide receivers in Tampa Bay. And now, all right, I saw the Monday night game. I saw that dude Callaway. As Ross would say, he's a dude. Well, I think that's the greatest game he will ever play, preseason, regular season of his life. Those wide receivers are terrible right now for – New Orleans, and all the disruptions practicing in Texas. Now we go to Jacksonville, where I think the crowd's going to be much more 50% Packer Nation. I'm going to go ahead and lean Green Bay. Yeah, I would
0: probably lean Green Bay as well, but I I don't like laying four. I don't like that number. But most of the things you said, Steve, I, I think that the Packers are the better team, and I think there'll probably still be more Packers fans there than Saints fans. I know our producer, Brian, will be there. I also know that if you're looking for another place, if you're debating on making a bet, you hear what Steve and I say, you're thinking about it for yourself, PicksWise, number one app for sports betting picks, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. For every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest sportsbook promotions to sign up for an account. Compare the odds, and finally, place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. And by the way, when you make that bet, make it at DraftKings using the code ROSS because they're giving you $200 in free bets if you bet a dollar on any NFL game on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you can get Tampa Bay plus 73. For Thursday night. So as long as the Bucks don't lose by 74, they're giving you free money. Obviously, Cleveland in Kansas City getting six and a half points. Steve, earlier this morning they were only getting six, so the lines up to six and a half now. The total is 54 and a half.
1: You know, it's right where I made this game. I will say this about Kansas City: there's two teams in the NFL that completely juggled their old line. And they only have one starter returning, and that's Kansas City and the Chargers. So by all reports, uh, the co- and I want to ask you about this, Ross, the collection of dudes Kansas City has on the O-line is every bit as good, if not better, than what they had last year. However, the continuity issue, especially with a limited preseason, I think is a huge deal. So because of that and because Kansas City, after the cheetah and wide receiver, really has a bunch of somewhat unproven guys. I think Kansas City could start slower than expected this year. So I don't want any part of the Chiefs the first few games of the year with a new O-line passing this game. Your thoughts on that, though? Everything you just said I agree with. You know, the Browns
0: have a really good D-line. And they're going up against three rookies. Now those guys showed themselves pretty well in the preseason. But we'll see. They're going to see some things they haven't. They're going to learn on the fly. If you're going to get the Chiefs, you might want to get them early this year. I'm going to take the Browns, getting six and a half points. I think they're going to be able to hang tough. I'll put one unit on the Browns. Obviously, Mahomes playing a home. They could win by a touchdown. I get it. So I'm not going to put two units on it. One unit Browns getting six and a half points. Uh, Let's get to the Dolphins and the Patriots. The game is in Foxborough, Steve. Patriots are
1: laying three total, 43 and a half. Yeah, so this is another game I gave out to my clients. I said, lay the two and a half with New England. You have a situation where that New England defense is going to be so much better. So many guys back and um, on the skill position players, you know, they added wide receivers and tight ends. But now it's three, not two and a half. Let me give you one wise guy secret in Vegas. Whenever you have a spread that's right on three and you really want that hook, and with the legalization through of sports betting in different states, you're gonna be able to see this more and more. Parley cards get um, printed out with lines that are half point parley cards where the sports book has to decide, hey, I can't make it three. I gotta make it two and a half or three and a half. And on a game like this, they're probably gonna print that card with it minus two and a half. That's the way to get at New England and lay the two and a half instead of having to lay three. I would still lean to New England because Belichick against a younger quarterback has been a profitable situation. And crowd noise, house two are going to respond, could be an issue. But um, my wise guy um, suggestion would be look for creative ways to get down to minus two and a half.
0: I got nothing on this game. I think that line's exactly right. I do not have a lean. I think the total's right. I think it's like a 23-20 game that the Patriots probably win. How about the G-Men getting three points at home against the Broncos with a total of 42?
1: Yeah, so all summer long, I was bullish. I should should say all August long, I was bullish on Denver. Love what they did in preseason. Uh, The Giants aren't playing Daniel Jones. I'm like, Denver, got to give me some Denver. Denver's looking good. And – the line has moved. So Denver was laying one, and they are laying two. Now we're up to minus three, and boom, that three that three ends all conversation. It's like we cannot be laying three on Denver. So I could give you all these reasons I'm bullish on the Broncos this year, and they were undervalued and the like. But as soon as it hits three, I lean the Giants at that number three. But it's no play.
0: I agree. I would have taken the Broncos at less than that. But at that number, I, I can't do it. Um, not at laying three. The Giants are a little bit of a mystery with the O-line and Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones. I don't feel like I have a really good feel for them. Bears and the Rams, Sunday night football. The Rams are laying seven and a half. The total is 46. We both teased the Rams down from minus seven and a half to minus one and a half in a two-team, six-point teaser with the
1: Bucks on Thursday night. I'm feeling pretty good about that one. Anything else on this game, Steve? Just that I think that the Rams are a team we want to bet early in the year while Ramsey is healthy, Donald is healthy. Maybe they stay healthy the whole year. But, um, you know, Stafford in recent times has had a little issue with his health, and I'm worried that this team is paper thin. So if a couple of these guys go down, Rams won't be nearly as good. But right now, A-OK with backing the Rams pretty much each and every week until some injuries may hit this team. So, yeah,
0: I, I kind of agree with a lot of what you just said, and I already said my play. Let's get to the last games. I do have a bet on this one. Ravens and the Raiders. The Ravens are laying four. It's Monday night football. The total is 50 and a half, Steve.
1: So my biggest question with Las Vegas football is what are the crowds going to look like in Allegiant Stadium? We're seeing the highest ticket prices of any team – right here in my town of Las Vegas, what's driving that? Well, Ross, you probably already know that like everyone in Philadelphia is talking about the game in Las Vegas that they, they wanna go ahead and attend the Bears fans and the Bears media, the same thing, they wanna come to Las Vegas. I don't know if Baltimore is gonna show this first Monday night in terms of their fans, but I can tell you that uh, I'm really not sure, is this gonna be a big solid home field advantage for Las Vegas? Or are we going to see a lot of games where more than half the crowd is for the opposing team? Is that possible? We will see until I get the, that, that question answered. I'm going to go ahead and pass on Raider home games.
0: I like the under in this game. I think it will be a raucous crowd. I think that that will have an impact. It's unbelievable, Steve, how many of these bets that I've had that I wrote down this morning The lines already changed. I just wrote them down, Steve, and it it was 51. Now it's 50 and a half. How much of a difference does that make? I like the under 44 in the Dolphins Patriots. Now that's 43 and a half. Are are they reading my mind? This was like three hours ago I did this. Or am I
1: just that much of a genius? (laughs) I think what's happening is you're not alone. That a lot of really smart people have been betting other things, and now they're really saying, All right, it's time to get my bets down. And you're seeing, you know, these numbers move. But you know, you bring up a great example, like the difference between 50 and a half, 51 and a half. It's like, eh, this is it really all that important? And then fast forward, there's three minutes left, and it's 24 all, and a team's kicking off, and you're like, you start cursing, it's like the writing's on the wall, it's gonna land 24, twenty-four. Fifty-one is a key number. I'm going one unit. It was a two-unit bet. The Ravens have had all
0: kinds of issues on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, receiver, O-line, running backs. And then the Ravens' defense is awesome. And the Raiders are having basically a new offensive line. I like the under 50.5. Only one unit, though. I would have put two units on it on the under 51. That'll do it, by the way, for this week, week one of the Even Money podcast here for the NFL regular season. Tell all your friends, everybody, if you want the podcast that wins, you have come to the right place. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money.
1: Thanks for listening to the Even Money
0: podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.